Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Thousands of years ago, there was a miracle baby, a child born of a promise from God who from an early age saw that God provided the sacrifice so that we could believe in him. From an early age, he experienced God's deliverance for himself and knew God wanted humanity to live. The father of the miracle child was given seven promises from God before he had even had any children. He was of a very old age, an age beyond childbearing years. Yet God promised that through his seed, the child of the promise would come. From the child of the promise's descendants, God himself shall come to be the ultimate fulfillment of every promise given throughout the ages. God fulfilled his promise, and the child of promise grew to be a man. It was time for him to marry. So his father took great care in seeking God's will, and the choice of a wife for his son. And he entrusted the task to his faithful servant. The father of the child of the promise is Abraham. The child of the promise is Isaac. Abraham believed God, and he told his servant that the Eternal One, the God of heaven, the God who led me from my father's house and from the land of my birth long ago, the God who spoke to me and swore to me, I am going to give this land to your future generations. That God will send his messenger to guide and help you find a wife for my son from the place of my forefathers. So Abraham sent his faithful servant out of the country from which God had given him, to a place of his forefathers, in search of a bride for his son, the child of the promise. After a long day's journey in the hot sun, the servant and his camels arrived at a well, in the country of Abraham's forefathers. The servant knew how important his mission was to Abraham, his master. The servant sought God's direction and will in this matter. He said in a prayer, in Genesis chapter 24, verses 12 to 14, and I'm reading from the voice version. Eternal One, God of my master Abraham, Please make me successful today and show your loyal love to my master Abraham. You see that I am standing here by the spring as the young women of the city are coming out to draw water. Let the girl to whom I say, Please dip your jar in the water that I may drink, and who will reply, Drink, and I will draw water for your camels. Let her be the one you have chosen to be a wife for your servant Isaac. When you do this, I will know of your loyal love for my master. So 
through Abraham's journey with God, the servant knew of God. He was aware that God is watching and has gone before him in this mission. The servant's desire was that God would show his loyal love to his master Abraham. For God so loves that he reaches down to the point of need. While the servant was praying, immediately it happened. The woman chosen by God came outside the city to the exact same well at the exact same time as the servant. The woman's name is Rebecca. The servant believed God chose Rebecca. He received confirmation and gave her the invitation to be the bride of Isaac. He waited for her answer. It was to be a decision full of destiny, with immediate and eternal consequences. She would have to leave her family and everything that means so much to her. Eternal destiny is determined by choice. Even though God chose Rebecca, she still had free choice to say yes to the invitation or no. Just as we do today, everyone is chosen to choose. Would Rebecca say yes and leave her home, her family and all that meant so much to her? Or would she say no which will mean the invitation will have no part or effect in her life. Let us read Rebecca's response in Genesis chapter 24, verses 57 to 58. So they, that is her family, said, We will call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. Rebecca said yes and began the life journey of her God-chosen destiny. She had a special part in God's eternal plan. The wife of Isaac, the child of the promise, and through their union and descendants, God himself will come in human form. Destiny is determined by who we choose to identify ourselves with and become one with. Abraham, Isaac and Rebecca chose to identify themselves with God and become one with him and his destiny of eternal life for them. Fast forward hundreds of years to the time when God came to earth in human form. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah, and his brothers. Judah begot Perez, and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, and so on and so on, down through the generations to Joseph and Mary.
Let us read verse 16 to 18. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, the Son of God, the divine light, the very essence of God, the Lord of destiny and eternity, the King of glory, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, gave up his heavenly riches and became a servant to humanity. He descended from heaven and became flesh and blood, born of the Holy Spirit, experienced the full human condition, where he willingly chose to lay down his life for humanity, and on the cross paid the cost for all the offences of humanity. He disarmed the powers, defeated death, and rose from the dead in a resurrected, glorified body, ascended into heaven, and is now at the right hand of the Father, still interceding for us. He did all this because God so loves to set us free and give us eternal life and eternity together in fellowship and communion with him. Just like Abraham all those centuries ago, God the Father has and is preparing a bride for his son, a bride clothed in the bridegroom's beauty and justice, which is equality for all, a bride who is filled with all his goodness and rests in the hope and belief of his faithfulness that he is coming back soon. God so loves, he has chosen everyone to receive his undeserved blessing, deliverance from evil and gift of eternal life. Everyone is chosen to choose. It is at that moment of decision to receive Jesus or reject Jesus that destiny is determined. Choosing to receive Jesus begins the life journey of walking with Jesus, in relationship with him, and on the pathway of their eternal God-given destiny. A chosen bride of the King, a child of God, sealed with his Spirit, all to the glory of our Father. The chosen bride are all those who believe God from throughout the ages, and have given their allegiance to him. Let us read the promises to those of the Old Testament who believed God. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 61, verses 8 to 11. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offering. 
I will direct their work in truth. I will make with them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. God has clothed the bride with garments of salvation and covered her with the robe of righteousness, justice and rightness. Those who believed in the promise of God, even though the king had not yet come, become one with the believing church. And the church is all who receive and believe Jesus as their Saviour and King. Those of the Old Testament and those of the New Testament become one. The Apostle Paul received a great revelation of God and his perfect plan of undeserved favour deliverance from evil and gift of eternal life. He explains how upon receiving and believing in Jesus, a person's identity is transferred from the kingdom of darkness, evil and eternal death, into the kingdom of light, goodness and eternal life. In the theme of surrendering one's selfish desires, or the desire to control another to get what one wants, choosing not to dominate over others and manipulate others, that is, submitting to one another in love, Paul uses the relationship of a perfect husband and a perfect wife to reveal what Jesus has done and is doing in preparing his bride. If only we surrender to God and submit to his rule and reign, we will live in the reality of his kingdom. Let us read Ephesians chapter 5 verses 25 to 32. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. We are members of his body, of his flesh and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. 
God has made his bride holy. He has washed her clean, and she is without blemish. So the bride and the bridegroom become one. One bride, one bridegroom, one king, one spirit, one God. We are clothed with his garments of salvation, covered with his robe of righteousness. We are made holy and glorious, washed clean without blemish by him, by his blood, by his spirit, in his name. For this is the glorious work of God. Jesus is coming back for his glorious bride, and it will be an eternal love feast. Let us read Revelation chapter 19, verses 6 to 9. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings. Of God. The text states that the bride makes herself ready. We make ourselves ready by choosing to choose Jesus. In the waiting for his return, we testify that our rightness or our righteousness is a gift from the bridegroom. In surrendering to the Father's will and letting go of our selfish desires to control another to get what we want, we allow His Spirit to transform us, receiving more of Him. Each day is a new day to live in the promise of the Bridegroom's return, knowing and growing in the revelation of His unconditional love and faithfulness. By His Spirit, in His name, and identity we stand. We tear down strongholds with his truth, remove all blockages from people coming to him. We are together sent to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. In his truth, love and power. As declared in the book of Revelation, Chapter 22, verse 17. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let him who hears say, Come. And let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. In Jesus' name we say, Come. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.